0: Welcome to the Farming Basics Podcast with Olivia Fuller. We'll have sustainable farming tips from growers across the state and extension specialists at Auburn University.
1: We're back. It's Olivia Fuller, your host, with your co-host, Jacob Kelly. And today we have our vegetable specialist, Andre Da Silva, which we're super excited about to have here at Auburn University. Today we're going to talk about uh, irrigation and its importance for all kinds of growers, but especially vegetable growers. Welcome, Andre.
2: How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you very much for hosting me here, Jake and Olivia. And I'm excited to be part of your podcast. Great. Thanks for coming.
0: I guess our first question is, since we're going to be talking about irrigation, are um, what are the benefits of irrigated crops versus dry land crops? Well, when you are irrigating crops, you are basically providing the
2: water need that that crop can needs and uh, it will allow the crop to properly grow. If you don't irrigate it, you account on the weather, on rainfall events to provide the water. So there will be shortage of waters in periods of time that the plants doesn't need that, that that shortage of water, while there might be some over-irrigation, or I mean over-rain feed when you have too much rain, like in the summer. So irrigating, irrigating your crop will ensure that you have the right amount of water in the right time for the, potential yield that you can achieve from that land.
1: What is irrigation scheduling and why is it important?
2: So, irrigation scheduling is basically the way how a grower will manage the water that is being applied to his irrigation system. It can be to a drip irrigation system, it can be to uh, a sprinkler irrigation with a center pivot, or it can be like the dancing of the rainfall that you just talked about, Olivia. Uh, Why is it important? It's because when the grower is basically managing the irrigation events, it will apply the right amount of water in the right time. And that's the main principle of an irrigation schedule.
0: So, how do we know we're putting the right amount of water out there at the right time? What's the recommended irrigation schedule for our area down here in Alabama? So it's good that you're talking about that, because
2: when you're doing irrigation scheduling, you basically have five ranks of irrigation scheduling. Those ranks are uh, classified according to how a grower manages the water, like I said before. <clears throat> so the first rank, although it's not in the rank, it's like we call rank zero, which is irrigate whenever. That means what most of the growers do if they have an irrigation system there. And it means like they just go there, kick some soil, the dirt comes up and they say, oh, we need to apply water. That's irrigation and ever, where the irrigation is applied with no water, no scheduling. The second rank is basically like the fuel and appearance method from the USDA. It was developed back in the 1980s, and it's basically uh, the grower will apply irrigated based on a shard that the USDA created with different soils and different colors of the soil, and that colors means how much moisture your soil have. have. So the grower will determine if the water is needed or not based on the color of the soil and comparison with that chart. Those are two irrigation scheduling methods that, depending on the feeling of the grower, if it's right or not to apply water, by the think that the water is needed. So we don't recommend that for, for Alabama. The third method, or the second rank of irrigation scheduling, is the we call systematic, where all, most of the growers that do irrigate have it, where they have an irrigation panel. That's very common on drip and center pivots, where the grower will program to apply the same volume of water or run the system for the same time every day. But that, as I said, every day does not account for weather. So if our host Olivia do the rain dancing there and it's rain, we are out of control of how much moisture we have there. So although it's okay to use it, we still don't recommend it in Alabama. What we do recommend is use the crop water demand method and the soil water status methods, or you can go even beyond of the point where you're gonna combine those two, where you're just gonna apply how much water you, your crop needs using the crop water demand method, or your soil water status methods that you're gonna apply water based on the soil moisture availability in your soil. So those are the ones that we would recommend for Alabama.
1: There's a quality difference there for the fruit, right? Is it quality and yield increase when you schedule it in that way?
2: Yeah. When you do a proper irrigation scheduling, you can increase the productivity per area or your productivity uh, in your field. <clears throat> that increase in production per area will be a consequence of the properly uh, amount of water in the soil. So we have done some trials before with yellow squash, with zucchini, with bell peppers. We are actually currently doing this year a trial with watermelons and uh, tomatoes where we are comparing the use of soil water uh, more, uh, soil water status methods versus the crop water demand methods versus a systematic irrigation method, which most of the growers use, to see what is the impact on the yield and the quality of the fruit. Up to now, what we saw is that when you do uh, use the soil moisture status uh, or the soil mo- the soil water status methods, where it requires soil moisture sensors, you can have an increase of yield in um zucchini and yellow squash by 26%, while in bell pepper, it was 14% of yield increase. And uh, one particular thing that we saw for those growers growers who has pepper is that if you properly manage your uh, water, you're going to have lower number of fruits, but those fruits will be larger, so you have more price on your produce, while if you don't... Don't irrigate your crop or don't properly irrigate your crop. You can increase the number of fruits, but that is going to reduce the quality of your fruit. So you're going to have a lower price per box that you can harvest per, in your area.
0: Not to mention that, more picking uh, with more fruit. Yeah. And the larger fruit are always easier to pick for your labor or however you're choosing to harvest your crop. Yeah, that's
2: a good point because the other thing that you can do sometimes if you do a proper irrigation, you can even extend the time that you can do picks is in your yellow squash and zucchini where you do multiple picks and or picks, you pick your fruit every day. That's a very good point.
1: What are the tools available when using this irrigation?
2: What I would recommend for most of the growers nowadays, even for not only for vegetables, for vegetables is important because it's a high value crop, but also for row crops. Row crops have been also using soil moisture sensors. So soil moisture sensor is a good for you to monitor the status of water in your soil. So then you can use our rank four of irrigation scheduling. And uh, there are different types of soil moisture sensors available. You can go as cheap as a tensiometer that probably can cost you about $50 a piece, but it can go as expensive as you have uh, um, a TDR, which is the Time Domain Reflectometer sensors, or conductance sensors that can cost up to $2,000 per per sensor or per system. But that's gonna depend how much technology a grower wants in their field. A tensiometer at $50, the grower needs to walk in the field and read the tensiometer every day. What the $2,000 one, you can probably receive a sign on your cell phone saying, hey, your field needs water, so let's go irrigate.
1: Right, it almost pays for itself, no matter what you end up purchasing.
2: Yeah, and with the increasing yields and the ability of
0: you to use over several years, Uh, you can pay it off quickly. Right, so there's there's a system out there for not only our large growers that are growing large acreage of vegetables, but even the small guys who are growing an acre or two of squash or something like that.
2: Yeah, there is a possibility for them all, so they just need to find what is the exactly two that they need and how many do they need for the field. What we usually recommend is they're gonna need one per type of soil at least, because even in one acre field or half an acre field, there is different in soil types. Different in soil types have different water requirements. So that's what we usually recommend for a grower. I Know your soil, your soil properties. Consequently, you're going to know how, much, how many sensors you're going to need or they can apply based on the weather. We have weather stations across the the state that they can use the third method, that is the crop water demand. So they're gonna use what we call the crop evapotranspiration to determine how much water was lost in the day before to apply today.
0: So I'm a new grower. I've just gotten started. I want to put plants in the ground. I need to worry about irrigation and how I'm gonna do that. Is there a program or a person or something that I should use to get started? Uh, What are my resources out there to get started with my irrigation to make sure I set it up in the most effective way possible for my operation?
2: Yeah, okay. That's a very good question. Actually, if you are a new grower and you are starting the business of vegetable, first you need to determine, once you determine the crop that you are growing and how you're going to plant it, like, you need to determine, are you planting that in plastic or are you gonna do bare, so, bare, bare soil? If you're doing plastic, you're probably gonna be doing drip irrigation. If you're doing bare soil, you can do both, or drip irrigation or sprinkle. So determine what is your irrigation system is the first step that you need to do. Drip systems are usually cheaper at the first instance, but you have that cost every year. While a sprinkler irrigation, they will be there year after year if you well, manage, well maintain it.
1: And for the drip irrigation, we just created a great video series and a fact sheet for growers to utilize on the ACES website.
2: Yeah, and that's going to be a good start for a new grower to do. I would strongly recommend drip irrigation for vegetable crops because drip irrigation, you have an efficiency of water application of 95%. What does it mean? It's 95% of the water that you pump in your drip is gonna reach your root zone. Why, if you're gonna go with an overhead uh, center pivot or a a stationary uh, sprinkler irrigation, it's about 80 to 85% of that water that will reach your root zone. So you have a loss there. So you need to account that when you're doing your irrigation scale. And
1: you have the option to use fertigation as well.
2: Exactly, that's another advantage of drip on top of uh, a sprinkler. Although you can do fertigation through uh, a sprinkler, you have a higher loss of your water through wind, Drifty uh, evaporation of the water during application, and you're gonna not applying uh, water restricted in the root zone. You are applying, you are covering the entire field with an overhead irrigation. With a drip irrigation, you are just applying on the root zone. So that's why you have a more efficiency. So once a grower determined their, their irrigation system, they they're gonna thinking about how we're gonna manage that water. And that's what irrigation scheduling is. And those ranks is how you're gonna to need to determine. We have several series that we did for the vegetable school where we are talking about irrigation, we are talking about how to fertigate it that a grower in Alabama can use. And there you're gonna have the step-by-step of how to determine an irrigation scheduling based on your irrigation system and your available tools or your available conditions of your farm and your budget.
0: Right, and not to mention that drip irrigation keeps that water off the leaves of your plants, and which is going to d- reduce the amount of disease that you potentially have in your planting, right? Irrigation is so
2: important in a crop, uh, in one agricultural, in agricultural system, because irrigation is... Uh, high moisture can induce uh, disease. It can induce... Uh, weak plants will be more susceptible for insects, and... Without talking about fertilizer fertilization or soil nutrients, because uh, irrigation or water management is linked with fertilizer application in a such way that when you change one, you're affecting the other because nutrients are uptake by plants with the water. So if you do a proper irrigation management or a proper water management, that's what we are talking today. Consequently, you're gonna be talking about how much nutrients your plants are being uptake with the water. So one is linking in a way that you can, they need to be well managed together. So this is how you're gonna maximize your yield or how we say achieve your potential yield.
1: Uh, This is such an important conversation. Thank you so much, Andre, for coming in and going over that with the growers. I know that a lot of my growers in the area will, this will be very useful for them because many of them are trying to still grow on dry ground. And you can see the yields just plummet when it it doesn't rain.
2: Yeah, it's my pleasure to be here. And what I would say is for any grower that need help, contact you guys or even contact me, like. We are a team that is helping here to help the growers. And they will learn that installing an irrigation system or manage irrigation scheduling is not as hard or not as difficult, they usually think. Like, sometimes they think, oh, I'm going to need to do all the calculations to know how much water to apply. And it's not like that. You can do the filling, but you can go beyond.
1: Right, right. Yeah, just reach out to us and we can get something set up for you. All right. Thank you so much, Andre, for coming in today. Uh, This was a great conversation, a super important one.
0: Uh, Thank you, Andre, for coming in today and talking with us. This has been a production of Alabama Extension at Auburn University.